Welcome to As That Robot Voice Says, the Natural Crit Podcast, and thank you for boldly listening. What are we even talking about? Well, this podcast series is my take on naturopathic medicine, an area I've been studying for about 20 years, including my time in so-called scientific non-sectarian naturopathic medical school. My approach is a pairing of scientific skepticism and a deep knowledge of naturopathy's intimate details. In previous episodes of this series, I established that naturopathy is, essentially, a kind of knowledge blending, misrepresentation, and irrationality. I have termed naturopathy both an epistemic conflation, falsely posing itself as an epistemic delineation, and the naturopathological. The science exterior is mixed with what is scientific, and then that whole muddle is absurdly claimed to be science as an entire category, while particular sectarian science-ejected oath obligations and requirements are coded or camouflaged, therein effectively disguising naturopathy's system of beliefs in public view. Naturopathy's ultimate achievement is a profound erosion of scientific integrity and freedom of belief packaged in the marketing veneers, natural, holistic, integrative, and alternative, and improperly embedded in the academic category, science. Episode Synopsis In this two-part Natural Crit Podcast Episode 13, otherwise known as Season 2, Episode 3, titled, quote, The State of Connecticut and Its Naturopathy, Deception, Fraud, Double-Dealing, Subterfuge, and Trickery, unquote, I've been looking at a very interesting and new State of Connecticut document published on their .gov this 2017. The document is titled, quote, Report to the General Assembly, a report based on the Committee on the Practice of Naturopathy, convened pursuant to Special Act 16-3, Raul Pino, M.D., as in medical doctor, M.P.H., Commissioner, February 17th, 2017, unquote. And as I've said, corrupticut looks very conflicted academically, clinically, and commercially because, by way of naturopathy in Connecticut, truly a state of con exists wherein we can easily find so much deception, fraud, double-dealing, subterfuge, and trickery. 
In this second and last part of episode 13, I'll discuss a letter I've sent to the Connecticut Department of Public Health, claims by the Rhode Island Association of Naturopathic Physicians, and apologetic by N.D. Block regarding naturopathy's central sectarian premise, UB Naturopathy and Kind, and a conclusion. I've decided to split this second part into two audio files for the sake of manageability. They will be called episode 13b1 and 13b2. Here in 13b1, I'll deal with that Connecticut Department of Public Health letter I'd recently sent, R-I-A-N-P, and the amazing N.D. Block. Part of my eventual conclusion will be me sharing the contents of another recent letter I've sent to the U.S. Department of Education, which is me implementing a complaint in the system USDE terms, quote, borrower defense to repayment, unquote, for what it's worth, because this just ain't right. Main text. Before I delve specifically into the areas for this part two that I'd listed at the end of part one, UB Naturopathy and Kind, and a conclusion which will employ respectively examples from UB, the Connecticut ND State Organization, and the ND National Organization, and other report sundries with a dovetailing back to my definitions from the beginning of part one, I'd like to highlight two ND sources I've recently been researching and thinking about. They are suitably of that and kind association. First, there's the Rhode Island Association of Naturopathic Physicians. Then, from NDNR of June 2017, there's ND Block. But before I do that duo, I'll share a letter I'd written and sent to the Connecticut Department of Public Health before I wrote and published Part 1 that I'd forgotten about. I'd posted a copy at the Nature Crit blog in, quote, Dear Chris, an email to Connecticut Department of Public Health, Section Chief Chris Anderson, regarding what's obvious about Connecticut naturopathy, unquote. And it goes... Quote, here I share a brief email I recently sent to my state government. Another of my complaints, and a long list of complaints, that are ignored, though they are, about what is quite obvious through Connecticut.gov's own documents. To whom it may concern, I've been watching for years, and collecting for years, the state of Connecticut's involvement with naturopathy, which the state licenses, accredits, endorses, and promotes as science, when generally that broad label or category is not true. Yet permission continues from the state for the University of Bridgeport to operate under such false pretenses and inducements, and for NDs to operate in business similarly. And so my question as a Connecticut taxpayer, blogger, and podcaster is, when is the state going to get on the right side of this matter? Here's a little snippet of my take on your involvement with naturopathy and the utter hypocrisy of the state of Connecticut already knowing about this non-merchantable academic, clinical, and commercial product known as naturopathy, or as is so unique to the state of Connecticut, naturopathy, with an E. Enjoy. 
and I link to the Allied Healthcare letter that I've referenced in part one that terms naturopathy not of a scientific foundation. I'd love a response, as I am a citizen of this state, and I'm soon to publish a podcast episode on this matter, and as always, this communication will be published. Sincerely, Robert Cullen, unquote. Now at that page I direct Chris to, which details that medical and nursing contingent not of science or evidence foundation stake in the heart, there I also wrote, quote, Who is going to connect the dots and prosecute? Simply in Connecticut, as well as North America in general, naturopathy is engaged in false commerce, false academics, and false clinical encounters. You have Connecticut's University of Bridgeport College of Naturopathic Medicine embedded within a supposed Division of Health Sciences. Yet even in this State of Connecticut document at Connecticut.gov, we have the fact that homeopathy, for instance, is specified as within naturopathy, which completely undermines the naturopathic self-labeling as science commercially, academically, and clinically. My take is that nobody will do anything here in corrupticut and that is prosecutorial misconduct and in my humble opinion a conspiracy unquote of course i never got an answer the rhode island association of naturopathic physicians you may find it surprising that I am quite surprised, even with my long-time naturopathy-watching experience, to discover at this organization's recently concocted web pages such an adamant science subset naturopathy categorization. Now, Rhode Island is a state naturopaths are trying to get licensure in, so they are choosing self-descriptive language for that purpose. NDs are in Rhode Island already, likely doing diagnostic and therapeutic stuff without expressed licensure, aka permission. Can anyone say practicing medicine without a license? In the Rhode Island NDs licensure push, RIANP.org recently appeared and is aimed at presenting naturopathy categorically as science, obviously as part of their strategy to gain licensure. In my view, that strategy is false marketing. The Rhode Island naturopaths are presenting naturopathy falsely, categorically. I'll first start with RIANP's science claims, which I have collected recently from their website and pushed into archive.org. There's homeopathy falsely posed as science, and that is patently a false categorization. For instance, their page, quote, licensure, unquote, states... Quote, NPLEX is the standard examination used by all licensing jurisdictions for naturopathic doctors in North America. It includes five basic science exams, anatomy, physiology, pathology, biochemistry, microbiology, and immunology, which are taken after the first two years of medical school. The clinical science examinations are taken following graduation after the fourth year of school. They include clinical and physical diagnosis, laboratory diagnosis and diagnostic imaging, botanical medicine, pharmacology, nutrition, physical medicine, 
homeopathy, minor surgery, psychology and lifestyle counseling, and emergency medicine. Individual jurisdictions may give additional examinations in jurisprudence and acupuncture, unquote. Similarly, there's the page, quote, NPLEX, Naturopathic Physicians Licensing Examination, unquote, which states basically the same clinical science subset homeopathy bullshit. Because there's no bigger clinical bullshit as homeopathy pseudo-pharmacy. And there's no holier cow in naturopathy than homeopathy. Even more broadly or categorically of science as a claim, there's their page, quote, naturopathic medicine, unquote, which states, quote, naturopathic medicine is an art, science, philosophy, and practice of diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of illness. Naturopathic medicine is distinguished by the principles which underlie and determine its practice. These principles are based upon the objective observation of the nature of health and disease and are continually re-examined in the light of scientific advances. Naturopathic doctors are general practitioners whose diverse techniques include modern and traditional scientific and empirical methods. The naturopathic medical profession's infrastructure includes accredited educational institutions, professional licensing, national standards of practice, peer review, and a commitment to state-of-the-art scientific research. Naturopathic medicine is a scientifically proven and tested system of successful health care, So, such an adamant, broad, or categorical science claim. Similarly, we're told in, quote, meet the board, unquote, quote, Naturopathic medicine is a scientifically proven and tested system of successful health care, unquote. Oddly, with that adamant, scientifically proven false label, is successful in parentheses. It's just plain odd to do that just by way of its homeopathy, but there's so much other junk like homeopathy within naturopathy, this claim that naturopathy's homeopathy is science is so false that I term it a reversal of values. And the last RIANP.org page I'll use for an example of naturopathy's false categorically science claim is the page, quote, naturopathic physician education, unquote, a URL with naturopathic spelled wrong, which states, quote, After completion of standard pre-medical undergraduate coursework, a naturopathic doctor, N.D., attends a four-year graduate level naturopathic medical school and is educated in all of the same basic sciences as an M.D. or D.O. The training consists of comprehensive study of the conventional medical sciences, including anatomy, physiology, pathology, microbiology, immunology, clinical and physical diagnosis, laboratory diagnosis, cardiology, gastroenterology, gynecology, etc. AANMC member schools include National University of Health Sciences and the University of Bridgeport College of Naturopathic Medicine Health Science Center, unquote. Now, if non-science is labeled science by naturopathy, which it is, then naturopathy's, quote, basic science, unquote, is not the same as other healthcare doctorates. And in not knowing that truth, 
Naturopaths are therein not of a, quote, comprehensive study of the conventional medical sciences, unquote. Yet you see there, at both NUHS and UB, naturopathy embedded within a program or school or location with science in its name. For fuck's sake, feds, lock someone up here. Last, regarding Rhode Island NDs, there's the article written by their president, N.D. Feibelman, at ProvidenceJournal.com. She tells us about the Rhode Island NDs legislative thrust in, quote, Marcy Feibelman, Licensing Naturopathic Doctors in Rhode Island, unquote, June 27th, 2017, wherein she writes, quote, Marcy Feibelman is a naturopathic physician and president of the Rhode Island Association of Naturopathic Physicians. The Rhode Island Association of Naturopathic Physicians, RIANP, has worked for more than 10 years to license naturopathic doctors, NDs, in Rhode Island. In this legislative session, RIANP is hopeful that House Bill 5474 and Senate Bill 327 will become law. To ensure the passage of the ND licensing bills, please urge your legislators to support H5474 and S327. For more information, visit RIANP.org. There are several reasons why the licensing of naturopathic doctors is important and would be beneficial to Rhode Islanders, unquote. Let's say for more misinformation, visit the Rhode Island NDs. Org. And how is falsehood, quote, beneficial, unquote? But that's how naturopathy gets licensure. Deception, fraud, double-dealing, subterfuge, and trickery. But, in spite of all this, apparently the Rhode Island ND bill has already passed their House and Senate. I'm going to retrieve some of the language of that HB 5474, which is sponsored by Representatives Keeble and Blazejewski. The bill tells us, quote, This chapter shall be known and may be cited as Licensure of Naturopathy Act of 2017, unquote. It has the root, naturop in it at least 65 times, but no instances of the root, quote, scion, unquote, S-C-I-E-N. It states, quote, approved naturopathic college means a college which grants a degree of doctor of naturopathy and is accredited by the Council on Naturopathic Medical Education, CNME, unquote. And as we've seen in the past, too abundantly, it is CNME that states that basically within an ND degree, anything is science in terms of their allowed standards. Quote, homeopathic, unquote, is in the bill twice. And the bill says, quote, doctors of naturopathy shall be subject to oversight by the director of the Rhode Island Department of Health, unquote. And so there again, we see a state getting into bed with quackery and pseudoscience, just like my state, Connecticut. And the bill warns, quote, Rhode Island does not recognize doctors of naturopathy as primary care providers, and a doctor of naturopathy is not responsible for the overall medical care of any patient. Huh? They claim to be primary care physicians nationwide. 
Naturopathic care is intended only as an adjunct to and not a substitute for medical care from a physician, physician assistant, or advanced practice registered nurse, unquote. So obviously right now they are willing to get any amount of practice permission, a foot in the door, which one usually sees an expansion upon with future amendment to the pertaining ND law. Now let's talk about unprofessional conduct. The bill states, quote, unprofessional conduct. The following conduct and conduct set forth by the Department of Health by a person licensed under this chapter or an applicant for licensure constitutes unprofessional conduct, including willful misrepresentation in treatments, harassing, intimidating, or abusing a patient, unquote. Now, I'd say that posing so much of naturopathy as scientifically supported is such misrepresentation and abuse, and that's naturopathy's daily behavior. The RIANP is guilty of misrepresentation when it states, quote, naturopathic medicine is a scientifically proven and tested system of successful health care, unquote. But, of course, the act has naturopaths' behaviors compared to other naturopaths. And as I've said in the past, why would absurdity have a problem with itself? Because the act states, quote, acts of gross misconduct in the practice of their profession or gross or repeated malpractice or the failure to practice naturopathy with the level of care, skill, and treatment recognized by a reasonably prudent similar doctor of naturopathy as being acceptable under similar conditions and circumstances, unquote. So complaints about these thieves will be judged by the Thieves' Guild. Procedurally, regarding complaints of unprofessional conduct, we're told in the bill, quote, upon receiving a credible complaint or report concerning a licensee or on its own motion, the Division of Professional Regulation may investigate any evidence that appears to show a licensee may be medically incompetent, guilty of unprofessional conduct, or mentally or physically unable to engage safely in the practice of naturopathy. The burden of proof in a disciplinary action shall be on the state to show by a preponderance of the evidence that the person has engaged in unprofessional conduct. The Division of Professional Regulation of the Department of Health may, after notice and hearing, in its discretion, refuse to grant the license provided for in this chapter to any doctor of naturopathy who has violated any of the laws of the state affecting the ability of any doctor of naturopathy to practice naturopathy, or who has been guilty of unprofessional conduct or conduct of a character likely to deceive or defraud the public and may, after notice and hearing, revoke or suspend any license issued or granted by it for like causes or for any fraud or deception committed in obtaining the license, unquote.
Isn't it all so ridiculous? The naturopaths lie to get their bill passed concerning the inherent epistemic nature of naturopathy, and within that bill are sanctions against that very behavior per, quote, deceive and defraud, fraud or deception, unquote. And that's the stuff that got them licensed. ND blocks NDNR article from June 2017. You'll likely also be quite surprised to hear that I am quite surprised regarding what ND block thinks is so adamantly scientifically supported and important when such isn't in this day and age. He reminds me of how truly rock bottom ND miseducation is, or how it's a place to go with crank beliefs and then be given the empowering white lab coat of supposed scientific physicianship to argue for those beliefs, aka metaphysicianship. I imagine often that if you opened up naturopaths' heads, you'd find an unnecessarily contorting befuddlement of wrestling weasels. N.D. Block is Moshe Daniel Block, N.D. HMC, and according to his bio at the end of his NDNR article, he's a 2000 CCNM N.D. graduate. That bio also tells us that, quote, HMC, unquote, stands for, quote, homeopathic master clinician, unquote which reminds me of the job title Expert Unicorn Wrangler, and that, quote, he specializes in autoimmune illness and myasthenia gravis, a disease from which he healed himself. See his private practice website, myasthenia-gravis-cure.com, unquote. By the way, WebMD.com has the article up, quote, How is myasthenia gravis diagnosed and treated, unquote? And in it, we're told, quote, There is no cure for myasthenia gravis, unquote. The Mayo Clinic also shares this view. NIH states, quote, With treatment, most individuals with myasthenia can significantly improve their muscle weakness and lead normal or nearly normal lives. Some cases of myasthenia gravis may go into remission, either temporarily or permanently, and muscle weakness may disappear completely so that medications can be discontinued. Stable, long-lasting, complete remissions are the goal of thymectomy and may occur in about 50% of individuals who undergo this procedure, unquote. So a non-surgical remission of the disease is not uncommonly impossible, and I mention this because with such kinds of spontaneous reversals, it's easy to falsely attribute the remission to an unrelated cause, like, say, inert pills, like homeopathy and kind. And N.D. Block apparently has done such. 
at myasthenia-gravis-cure.com. Andy Block speaks of his own MG curing process. He writes, quote, I have found many answers and they do not lie in conventional medicine. This disease is only incurable when only conventional medical means are taken. Lewis Klein, a skilled homeopath and first-rate teacher with over 25 years practicing, has cured several cases of myasthenia gravis, which are verifiable and continue to be symptom-free years after the homeopathic treatment. Psychotherapy, counseling, homeopathy, acupuncture, meditation, core belief work, and other forms of healing medicine that can address the root of the disease will therefore be very beneficial and can single-handedly, without conventional treatment, lead to the improvement and eventual cure of the myasthenic person. And at the end of that article, there's the link, MG cases cured with homeopathy and counseling, unquote. Promises, promises, homeopathic promises, which are very empty, I hate to pun, promises. And disparagement of conventional medicine obviously drips from this article because naturopathy is truly saturated in such, such as when N.D. Block writes, Quote, there are horrendous numbers of people dying daily at the hands of conventional medicine, which he terms suppressive allopathy and a sclerotic prejudice with its aggressive, invasive, suppressive, and or toxic treatments and the zombie response for allopathic doctors reiterating their utter nonsense. Conventional medicine itself is only slightly evidence-based. Conventional medicine has already long demonstrated that it should no longer be the authoritative representation of medicine for our society. And just to emphasize my take on this article as an apologetic... Andy Block even states the false gods in conventional medicine and the falling apart jalopy of conventional medicine, unquote. Now, what's more likely? Homeopathy and kind works from the secret naturopathic wisdom trove that has been somehow perpetually overlooked worldwide, but that a few know about, or that a not-so-uncommonly-impossible remission occurred. Well, in some, I haven't seen any news of a Nobel Prize for N.D. Block or Mr. Klein in light of their homeopathy specifically treating M.G. As a longtime watcher of scams, one observes, and I didn't originate this observation, that the practitioners of not-efficacious therapies tend to pick conditions to specialize in that wax and wane. They take credit for the waning, which is often due to regression to the mean, since the patient has sought out help at their worst so far point. That's not just merely placebo, mind you. Regression to the mean is a very good friend of scams. It's more potent than placebo, and it is often mistakenly bundled up with placebo. Ironically, the very net ND Block uses to catch up his patients in, he may have caught himself up in. 
Anyway, the NDNR article that ND Block has written and that I have termed an apologetic is, quote, the days the music died part of the cure or part of the disease, unquote. He opens with this warning to his ND peers, quote, the path that the profession is taking is doing humanity a great disservice and it is heartbreaking to witness. A cancer has taken hold of the profession. This insidious problem has been around for some time, but it is worsening at an alarming rate. To phase out the heart, soul, and light of naturopathic medicine is a catastrophic mistake, unquote. This sounds dire, but it may surprise you what is upsetting him so much. He states that the, quote, cancer, unquote, quote, involves the phasing out of the more vitalistic elements in naturopathic medicine, such as homeopathy and other vitalistic approaches in favor of strictly evidence-based materialistic medicine and a trend away from naturopathy's vitalistic principles, unquote. I'd argue that the, quote, disservice, unquote, that naturopathy does is it's promoting as science what isn't and its trampling of belief in that process. That, quote, vitalistic, unquote, is what I have termed naturopathy's sectarian core, which is science ejected or exterior, depending on what facet of vitalistic we're talking about, respectively the idea of vital force or the idea of dualistic spirit. Then it's all falsely posed as science vetted, when in fact belief and there's the core of naturopathy. Quite a disservice, but not in the way that N.D. Block intends. For N.D. Block, that, quote, cancer, unquote, is actually the process of naturopathy in some small way dumping its pseudoscience sectarianism. So the emergency is one of naturopathy improving its standards in some small way the disservice of stopping their typical disservice. This has got to stop, Andy Block essentially implores, or it will destroy us. Truly, this is a reversal of values. It's obviously a defense of the vitalistic, figmentatious sectarian at the heart of naturopathy, and it is obviously anti-science with, quote, evidence-based materialistic medicine, unquote, really a synonym for scientifically vetted medicine in idea and practice. He complains, quote, There appears to be a sharp decline and phasing out of the programs at the naturopathic colleges of homeopathy and holistic vitalistic mind-body education, unquote. Now, those equations are odd in this sense. Mind-body has sciences all its own, which is not akin to homeopathy, holistic, and vitalistic. So, this is a false equivalence because scientific mind-body encompasses roughly anatomy, physiology, neurology, psychology, and kind. Vitalistic is exterior to science. So, mind-body here for N.D. Block is something besides those sciences akin to the pseudoscientific homeopathic and the science-ejected vitalistic. Quote, mind, unquote, is in fact within the article 15 times as mind-body medicine, 
mind-body education, mind-body connection, mind-body departments, and mind-body vitalism. So, with, quote, mind-body vitalism, unquote, I think we truly are not deliberately being scientific, or even psychological, physiological, because they are sciences that preclude the vitalistic. Speaking of the not scientific, NDNR has the 2014 ND Block article up titled, quote, Holism, with an H, in autoimmune disease, working in harmony with the healing power of nature, unquote, wherein he writes regarding naturopathy's vitalism, quote, removing the fundamental cause of illness allows the vis to do the healing, the ever-present healing power of nature, the vis. Homeopathy, unlike very few other modalities of naturopathy, holds true to the holistic principles of naturopathy and works in harmony with the vis, the authority of the healing power of nature. A small disturbance in the vital force of the person can lead to a whole cascade of blockage of flow and finally disease in the body. Has there ever been such a distinct belief system as what I just stated? Removing the disturbance and blockage to the vital force and allowing the healing power of nature to restore its presence in the patient is the goal. Getting to the deepest, most core mental block in the free flow of their vital force, unquote. And in, quote, making important choices in medicine, to be or not to be, unquote, at the Natural Path, which is the website The Nat Path. Andy Block writes, quote, When we choose not to be what our soul truly is, we become misaligned with that bright flame and parts of ourselves fall into darkness. It is like by choosing not to be who we are, we are declaring a stoppage or a blockage in the flow of life itself. As a result, the chi, prana, orgone cannot flow into the parts of ourselves that are normally supplied by this universal life force that emanates from the soul. Again, have you ever heard so many details of a specific belief system? This is the essence of what leads to illness. The illness and all its symptoms and effects on the body manifests there as a result of the blockage in our life force, unquote. Just looking at Orgone, we're told at Wikipedia, quote, Orgone is a pseudoscientific and spiritual concept described as an esoteric energy or hypothetical universal life force originally proposed in the 1930s by Wilhelm Reich, unquote. So again, as I've said in the past, naturopaths apparently want to wear the exterior white lab coat of the clinician and beneath the black vestments of the ministry. And they are so poorly trained at both. So ND Block truly is of the woeful, vitalistic, fantastical, and is upset that naturopathy has factions within it that don't adhere to his metaphysical orthodoxy. Because, ND Block writes in that 2017 NDNR apologetic, about the kinds of naturopathic students he sees. 
Quote, I estimate that around 30% of students in any given college are medical doctor hopefuls and carry the package of ideologies that pertain to conventional medicine. These students scoff at homeopathy and other vitalistic aspects of naturopathic medicine, are materialists, view the body mechanistically, and overuse the word pseudoscience. They will surely become allopathic naturopaths or green MDs, as in medical doctor, unquote. I believe Torquemada has found his deviance. So Block perceives that about a third of ND students are actually looking through a science lens and delineate actual science from fake science in some manner. That minority of sanity is, to me, very, very disheartening, yet quite in opposition to the claim, for instance, at ND Block's alma mater, CCNM, where he has taught and presumably acquired this impression that naturopathy is, quote, the natural healing science of naturopathic medicine, unquote. Now, to cut to the chase regarding science topically in that apologetic, Andy Block writes, quote, There are entire countries grounded in studies from very reputable bodies of scientific research that recognize homeopathy as an official medicine of their country, unquote. But the most reputable science from the likes of, say, Australia does not support the idea that homeopathy either works or can work. Sorry. But Andy Block righteously goes on. Quote, Those who target and condemn homeopathy as pseudoscience are not looking at all the existing scientific evidence, research, and published significant historical successes of homeopathy in times of major epidemics, unquote. Well, actually, homeopathy's supporting materials have been ranked in terms of quality within the rigorous not science findings that damn it, it's N.D. Block who is cherry-picking. N.D. Block insists, and perhaps this is where I use my pun, block-headed, quote, The evidence for homeopathy is undeniable. There are lots of scientific validating studies. How can anyone deny it? The ignorance of these facts is not scientific. It's not even logical. So much umbrage. The sad part is that instead of leading humanity to healthier pastures, we are kowtowing to unscientific, willfully ignorant, and hateful prejudices, unquote. Ah, no. It is naturopathy that is, quote, not even logical, unquote, as in my term, naturopath illogical. So this is a massive reversed accusation. Those who apply rigorous science to homeopathy and find it unscientific are in fact ignorant and standing in the way of scientific progress by way of, quote, hateful prejudices, unquote. Well, that's quite a tantrum, and it's a beyond-weak argument in defense of pseudo-medical sectarianism. Andy Block speaks of, quote, A method based in evidence should not have to only resemble the myopic and restrictive formula that has spawned from big pharma biomedical sciences, unquote. While science sits apart from, quote, big pharma, unquote, 
as science of all kinds across many subjects. And science applied to, quote, big pharma, unquote, is what helps catch fraudulence in terms of the pharmaceutical industry. And need I remind, the AANP just did a webinar with big homeopathy, wherein they brought out homeopathic manufacturers to defend from the FTC and FDA the fake pharmacy known as homeopathy. That is truly, quote, myopic and restrictive, unquote, and in the sense of vested interest, quote, big, unquote. And most ironically, Andy Block writes, quote, True science is open to discovering all of reality. We need to have rigor. Certainly, there are many other channels of evidence available to us. The best one being the inner knowing and experience that each human being is gifted with in this life, unquote. Well, welcome to the Middle Ages, wherein science is anything, particularly personal revelation, bound up merely in subjective preference and imagining. Andy Block also asserts, quote, As a graduating naturopathic student, I took to heart the vow to serve humanity, unquote. I think we're talking about the ND oath, the oath that claims allegiance to sectarian preferences while posing those preferences as science. So isn't it suitable that ND Block also writes in this article, quote, isn't that horribly ironic, unquote, I think so. Serve humanity or serve a specific set of sectarian assumptions, preferences, and biases first. Oh, the horror, the horror. And N.D. Block insists, quote, If homeopathy and other core naturopathic principles are phased out of the naturopathic programs, students will never have the opportunity to study homeopathy or discover how important and effective the medicine is. Homeopathy is like the barometer of vitalism in a naturopathic college. Its removal from a program is a sign that a good part of the intelligence and wisdom of nature has left the building, unquote. Not effective. Not intelligence. Not wise. Both have left the building. The jalopy of a building that naturopathy calls professional, scientific, and so important. For this episode 13b1, I've detailed two sources, R-I-A-N-P and N-D Block, that are so adamant about naturopathy's scientific status. But I offer this gross observation about this grossly false labeling. Naturopaths are not qualified to place such a label upon naturopathy. The sadness of their miseducation is that they think they are so righteously qualified. That is a delusion. And obviously their methods of advancing naturopathy are deception, fraud, double-dealing, subterfuge, and trickery, also known as false marketing. As I've said, naturopathy is rock bottom, and naturopathy is 
cranky and quote the disservice that naturopathy does is it's promoting as science what isn't and its trampling of belief in that process unquote it is such a quote unnecessarily contorting befuddlement of wrestling weasels unquote Talking about, talking about, talking about, talking about.